welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Jote Moniac. And it's me, your other host, DM Celeste, aka Sea Witch. Dun, dun, dun. So I know that I've explained why I made this title before, which is weird to me because I don't know why. Like, usually that's not the conversation we have until right in yep. a second. Uh, yep, but yep, today, yep. we're going to talk about an exercise entitled Scroll, Scroll, Scroll. Gosh, that's a really long scroll. The Wisest Wizard. Uh, you see, Scroll, Scroll, Scroll would have also been a really good name yes. for this episode, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Perfect. Bo- both are applicable. Uh, but The Wisest Wizard is a drinking game that I yep. remember playing and you just start stacking cans on top of other cans and whoever has the longest staff at the end of the night is the wisest wizard uh yes i also play that you had to fight with them so you would duct tape them together and then you would have like a sword fight oh that's even better i remember winning that quite quite a lot in my college days perfect (laughs) never again never again (laughs) but for this one what are we gonna do for this which is it's not that it's not that. Oh, no, it's not that. Uh, so today we are talking about wizards. If you didn't get that from the stabs and the wizards and the scroll, right. scroll, Okay, scroll. yes. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, Lucina Tyrion uh, is one of the most prominent cities in the world of Diambe, and it's got a lot of wizard cabals. So for today's exercise, we wanted to build out some epic wizard NPCs. So we gave uh, up in the forums, we put a bunch of super cool art of like different wizards and spellcasters, and then we asked folks to uh, answer some questions about them. So one, what is their name? Two, what is their signature spell? Three, where do they reside? Four, what are their goals? And five, you do you. Done and done. So you know what? I will take the first one. All right, hit it. Or well, I will highlight the first post on the forums. Um, and that comes from Newton, who chose one that's, uh, well, we have several Magic the Gathering style um, mm-hmm. images in this one. A lot of the sets recently have been a lot darker. So this is a completely shaved head woman with, terrifyingly like red candles and just dark dark magic going on very gothic (laughs) yes that they have named her the mortician but her friends call her beth um and apparently she looks every bit the necromancer but it's just super bubbly very excitable super fascinated with death and dying um and enjoys traditional death puns like people are dying to stay here or putting the fun back in funeral uh, uh so yikes. <laughs> yeah the i I'm, I'm here i'm here for it so I'm here for it the signature spell is gentleist repose mm. which indefinitely preserves the person and oh, potentially cool. allows once per year for the family members to visit for an hour oh that's nice yeah so at first, I just read Gentle Repose, and I was like, oh, no, this is definitely the next iteration of that. Um, Contact Ancestor is also allowing you to ask a relative um, five questions. Um, and the other one is Dance Fabuloso, which is Dance Macabre, uh, but lots more sparkles and jazz hands. Oh, yay! <laughs> uh, I enjoy this very much. I think this is great. <laughs> so they reside in the Halls of Eternal Memory because basically, like, it's become both 
like a boon to society as well mm-hmm. as a lucrative business to have the gentlest repose cast on your loved one and then people coming through to be able yeah. to interact with those their loved one once a year for an hour. So basically they want to remove some of the stigmas around death magic, um, ultimately showing that there are multiple sides of that. But yeah, so that's there you go. There is Beth the Mortician. Oh, that's very cool. I I love I I mean I love anytime you subvert this. I mean this this photo is pretty frightening. So hearing all that, it was just delightful. So who or or who or what are you going to highlight um yourself? Yeah, so I wanted to highlight a post from Aloof, because this is their first post. Thank you so much for joining us here on the forums. Uh yeah, so Aloof went ahead and chose picture F. Where so in picture F, it's it's like a dwarf. It's this really cool dwarf man with like a long flowing brown hair and beard, and he's got like a falcon on his shoulder, and yeah, very. It doesn't look very wizardy, which I yeah. thought was pretty cool. And Aloof went into to sort of describing uh, this person, so. Uh, they named them Lantern Strongbound, which is a oh, great name. Great name already. And Lantern is a reclusive wizard who lives outside the walls of the city. Uh, basically, he's considered a super oddball by like every other wizard standard. Uh, but he is very powerful. Uh, so people just kind of give him his respect out there. So Lantern is known for his ability to give clarity and alacrity to those around him. So basically, he he is all about like focus and meditation and like mastering yourself. And his uh, unique spell that Aloof made for this is Supreme Clarity, which basically allows creates this like awesome tea that people can drink, and then they like sharpens their senses and fortifies their body. So it ends any like diseases or conditions currently affecting them. Uh, it also gives people advantage on perception checks for the next seven days, and they learn basically answers to questions. So it's like this super, almost like meditation retreat sort of thing. Like you go to find yourself once you drink this tea, and over the course of seven days, you know, you you find all of this clarity. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was so cool. And then he lives like in a hut in the woods that's very nondescript. Uh, and he basically just sits out there, you know, waiting to help people uh, with all of his wizardly knowledge. His lantern's goal are to bring the body and the mind ever closer together. So uh, basically his research, he kind of left behind like this wizarding, you know, the knowledge, like high powered life <laughs> of wizardry and is sitting out there meditating about what's up. And just cranking um, out ninth level spell yeah, T as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, that ninth level T, you know, yep. just out there in the woods, living his living his best life. Um, yeah, and then for you do you, yeah, he was a prominent wizard once in the city, but the peers, his peers, the other wizards made fun of him because of his like druidy tendencies. So yeah, he just left those research facilities. It's like peace. Uh, I'm out, and you know, it's just meditating in the woods these days. So. Yeah, uh, I just, I love the idea of, like, creating this. I like how we've had two really friendly wizards, yeah. right, so far that are, like, resources for people. Yeah, because normally you have, like, ah, crotchety. Ah, or, evil necromancer. Yeah. Or, yeah. Power-hungry evocationist. Yeah, or uh, just the idea that you could also stumble into 
because I feel like you see it more with video games where you stumble into a character that you find mm-hmm. out later is a character with this immense power. Yeah, um, but I feel like I don't I don't do that as much with my games. But I feel like um, this one would be perfect. They just yeah. find this random person brewing tea in their in their hut, only to find yeah, out I, that it's this <laughs> epic level wizard. Find this strange man in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good stuff. So with that though, that means it's time for you and I to lift the mental weights right now. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me, lift these weights. Woo. Oh my gosh, there's so many good there are. pictures. How do we pick one? Yeah, so D is this very cool uh, wiz- figure. We can't see their face because they've got this mask on, yeah. like this gray mask. Um, kind of reminds me of like a kabuki mask. And they're wearing this deep hooded robe that's purple and holding this staff that has a bunch of cards hanging yeah. on it. Or like metal pieces. It's it's really interesting. They've also got a cute bat. Oh on their, yeah, on their shoulder. They've got a familiar. They're ready They've to go. They've got a familiar. Um, yeah, I like the idea of it being really unknown. Yeah, and definitely feels like a very high level character. I mean, with oh yeah, you got going for sure. Here. Yeah, this is not like some first level adventure. No, or, no, you know, <laughs> walking around here. Oh man! So the first question: give them a name. It's always the hardest question. Okay, maybe we'll name them last. Yes. Cool. So let's see. What what is their signature spell? Where do they reside? What are their goals? Well, man. So what what kind of wizard do we think this is? I mean, the cards sort of have like astrology symbols on them. Yeah. So I think like maybe like divination, but all then also like I think there's also some elemental symbols, like alchem alchemy vibes. Oh yeah. And then their hand is also kind of wrapped up like a like a mummy hand. Though. Yeah. Both, of, yeah, both of them, yeah, wrapped hands, covered face makes yeah. you, makes you think of like you know someone that has some sort of affliction yeah. um, or some heritage that they're trying to hide. Um, yeah. Either way, so maybe necromancer. Ooh. Spe- speaking of creepy necromancer, yes, creepy necromancer. <laughs> well, I like the idea of like the alchemy and then like going too far and doing things. Yeah, or, like, some and then, like kind of oh accident. no, um, especially with the way that those like circles are. Mm-hmm. Because they look like they're separated, so they're like putting them together to either transmute things. Yeah. Because so yeah. maybe transmutation. Yeah. Cool transmutation. Right. Okay. So what is this person's signature spell? Well, it's interesting because both, like, several of the you know both of the ones that we highlighted were spells that don't really exist, which mm-hmm. I thought was such mm-hmm. a, a cool way to go because the, yeah, I mean. Especially when you're building an NPC, the idea of like making something that really stands out, like, oh, hey, here's this spell. Either it's one you know, but I've turned it to 11, or here's one that didn't even exist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, for this person, I, I'm kind of getting like, a, honestly, like a full metal alchemist vibe. Yeah. So maybe this person makes like chimeras or like golems, right? So they like imbue things or to create like other beings or, you know, because I mean, this mask too really just reminds me of like, you know, making like it's like dolls or like you know statues weird kind of stuff like that so yeah. maybe they can like imbue you know sentience or life into into objects well i also think that taking um 
Because it looks like there's a finite number of like these tags that are mm-hmm, on there. Mm-hmm. So taking two of them and then casting a spell to basically animate anything that they need to. Because yeah. then that could be a really interesting way to have them add to the party. Like they get right. somewhere. They're in these dire straits. But then there's this epic looking statue. So they run over and just boom. Animate boom. And Yeah. So you cool. Be- so animate anything. Yes. <laughs> it's like the more extreme version of animate objects. They can like. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Trust, trust nothing. Animate anything. Animate <laughs> anything. Well, that yeah. You think you think about like how epic that scale becomes depending yeah. on what they what they do. Because you think about like you know the um, shows where the Statue of Liberty comes to life, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know it could be something small where it's like the rug so you can fly out of there. I don't know, yeah. like Magneto, you know, soaring on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, but instead the Golden of- Gate Bridge would just be running. <laughs> wow, which it- would be terrifying, yeah. <laughs> much scarier yes. than a floating bridge. Very cool. Okay, so animate anything is their signature spell, their transmutation wizard, and then where do they reside? I mean, if they can animate anything, I, I mean, I. I kind of think like maybe they have like a house moving castle situation, yes. you know, where they have this gigantic mechanical thing that crawls across the world yep um they're just on a bridge very cool very cool yeah yeah junk wizard we're just making a junk wizard ah it's even better yeah i love junk wizards um extremely cool uh what are their goals Ooh, i don't know like because we're just so focused on animating anything i know animate everything no (laughs) maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying to like find a new body for themselves because they have yeah. like you know the hand wraps and stuff so maybe they're trying to create like the perfect machine to like imbue their consciousness into or something so they're tr- basically trying to find like a way to make an android body or like a simulacrum that you know is more more hybrid i guess than their you know their decayed mortal flesh which they're trying to escape yeah and it works really well with like going back to that full metal alchemist vibe you know with one of them permanently stuck in a suit of armor yeah um but the idea of like trying to test these things out to see Mm -hmm. what could even facilitate like moving their conscious into um so that is part of the whole like idea behind animate everything is like or animate anything so that they can animate everything to see what could actually work right yeah yeah i like that i like that idea what a quest. And they have a, a little bat buddy the whole time. They have a little bat. He's so cute. That bat is so cute. And the person is so scary. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for like a completely expressionless face. Like they're yeah, super creepy. And, and the bat's just like, like, hey, it's me. I'm a bat. It's like when you watch Anastasia. And like, oh, talking, yeah. You're like, oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> Throwing it way back. Uh, they're way back. Um, okay. But we got to do it now. What's their name? Um, let's see. So I looked up a whole whole bunch of ones online. Ooh, okay. What you got? Delarom. I kind of like that one. Terubu. Terubu. I don't know why I I really like that one. Ishtari. Oh, that sounds, that, that reads to me a little bit more. Yeah. Like on the mark. I'm, I'm also looking at like synonyms for like mannequin or like puppet. Oh, okay. Because I feel like that would be. I feel like this is a wizard that definitely has like one name, right? One oh, kind of yeah. mysterious n- name that they because they're trying to get away, right, from themselves or whoever they were before and trying to redefine themselves. 
when in doubt, I always like look at the Latin word. For, really? Let's see, what's the Latin word for <laughs> it? Poopa <laughs> in Latin. The Latin version of doll is poopa. <laughs> it looks like a puppet. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel. What if it like anima or something like? Anime? Oh yeah, yeah. Like animus. Oh my god! Oh, it it was just poopa again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, anime animatis. Ooh, uh, that's cool. Or uh, vividus. Vividus is like alive. Okay. Vividus or animatis is pretty cool. I like it. I, I like it. Well, 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 we've learned a lot today. We about have. We have Latin. <laughs> Latin failed us. Poopa. It's in a poopa. <laughs> My wizard's name is Poopa. Please take me serious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm very dark. I can animate everything. I have a bat. Ah, my name is Poopa. Uh, Poopa. Oh, no. That's like when I let my PCs name things. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't let them, don't let them name anything. Nope. Okay. So with that out of the way, <laughs> we can do number... We can do number... Or number. We can do number letter A. Letter? Okay. With, with that fancy, fancy fur bulk. Yeah, oh, it's so cool. So this, yeah, this piece depicts, yeah, a fur bog with this cool, like, fur pauldrons. They got, like, big, wiry hair and a very, like, roguish expression. They're also, like, dressed kind of in, like, plaid on one side and, like, reminds me of, like, Highlander kind of vibe. And then, yeah, they've got this cool staff that has the two rings on the top. And bottom, which is just really neat. Well, it, yeah, not every wizard, and certainly not every picture of a wizard, feels as traveled as this one does. Yeah, yeah, this definitely, this person feels like they walk around the world a lot and have been to a lot of places. Okay, so what is their oh, signature cool spell? Yeah, man. Okay, well, I don't know. The rings on the staff really make remind me of like gates and portals and like teleportation. So that's like I'm getting big conjuration vibes from this person. What do, what do you think? Well, I like that because it works really well also with the idea of like if we're going to lean into traveling. Yeah. Like you're going to need to probably conjure something at some point because you're going to find yourself in a situation where being alone probably is less than ideal. Yeah. And yeah, conjuration. Yeah, that's like Dimension Door yeah. and all the teleportation circle yeah as well as the the summoning summoning stuff yeah so yeah what if this is person is like a summoner i like that because then i think with like the necklaces with like the one-time use things of like oh yeah it definitely does look like yeah like they have these these cool gems so yeah they're like the elemental gems you know or whatever you throw them down and you're like oh yeah here's my angel let's help me fight cool okay Hmm. Maybe this wizard like has a spell that can actually make those. Ooh. You know, maybe this is the wizard who can like meet a creature and then bind it into these things. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're traveling the world. They're finding they're finding creatures or they're selling these to to wizards. I wonder also because it's always kind of it all depends on your table and your pers- yeah. personal proclivities to the idea of just permanently trapping some poor soul in, yeah. in a gym. Um, so, so we haven't of, made like an evil, evil wizard yet. This could be an evil, evil. Well, yeah, or the other idea of like, and you can still go, 
you could go different directions with like mm-hmm. the idea that I want to say is that they're going around and they're brokering deals. Right. Um, so that yeah. the gym works because they've basically the creature is indebted to them in some mm-hmm. way. Um, but again, that that then just leaves it wide open to super evil or yeah. totally fine. Like it, yeah. it, it could go either direction. Yeah, because maybe, you know, they provide something in exchange also for this. It's like, hey, you know, do this for me or I'll do this for you. Just, you know, be summonable by my gem for 100 years. And then, you know, if nobody calls, whatever, time runs up. That's fine. You kind of like that. It gives me like, you know, in Final Fantasy when you're always summoning things. Oh, yeah. Almost like that because you you do befriend and kind of know these creatures and. That's that's cool. I like that. So, but there is definitely something like roguish. I even get maybe like a fiendish vibe going on with like the orange eyes, like on this. So I this I also thought like going down the road of like swindle swindling both mm. transactions. Yeah, like swindling whatever got is gonna be summoned, and then yeah. swindling whoever is gonna buy it from them, and just yeah. like working the system constantly. That's why they're traveling so much. They really can't stay in oh. one place because otherwise, like, yeah. they're grifting people, right? Yeah. So, ooh, I like this. I like our little grifter. I mean, they have a goatee. So clearly. Yeah, they do have a, I mean, they do have a goatee. Clearly like, they're I, evil. They also have, like, a little pencil mustache, yeah. too. So, I mean, they have suspicious facial hair. Very, very. <laughs> if we've learned anything. Um, so. see chest hair on this. Look at all this oh, suspicious yeah. hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll never trust you. Uh, I'll never trust them. So, where do they reside? Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, I th- I think we've established they definitely have to move. I think, but what if they have like a? What if like the staff opens up like a portal to a little extra dimensional space where they can like keep all of their like gems and stuff? So it's like a little workshop. I like that. Um. Because I imagine, like, this person, you know, that to make the gems and to broker these deals and probably take some serious, like, you know, implements and, and rituals. So if they have, like, a little space that travels with them where they can do their work, I think that's probably that's probably what, what they need. I like it. Now, my first thought was, like, because there's kind of, like, this eyelet at the top oh, yeah. of being able to, like, cast a spell and then, like, look through and then they can enter that space. Ooh, cool. So that- yeah. Yeah, that staff is just so cool. It totally does like open gateways or portals or something. It's neat. Probably also really helpful for like getting things off top shelves. <laughs> Hook, Hook yep. stuff and <laughs> bring them down. Yeah, that's how, that's how you open the top window of my office. It, yeah, it there you go. You gotta, you gotta have a little hook thingy. What are their goals? Their goals. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're doing this. They're making these transactions. So they clearly want something. So... It's money, or if it's because they're not like decked out in like fancy stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. My first thought was like the the atypical or the typical thought of like just trying to garner more power, but I I don't know that that's where they they want to go. Like, I think they're very comfortable. So I think it's more of sustaining. Like, first off, saying that was super weird. It was very sus the way I said sustaining. (laughs) Wizard is sus. Wizard sus, very sus. But like just maintaining the life that they have because it is kind of on this razor's edge because you're just, you're not doing well by anyone you're interacting with. So I think that's the ultimate goal is just to ride it out. Just keep going. Yeah. So, and maybe there's something too, like maybe they 
do have a big creature that they pissed off, right? And oh. tried to do this with and they're running from. And so they're like just trying to get as far away as possible or find some way to like get this creature off their back. Traveling the world, trying to find a way to like one artifact that can kill this thing or like, you know, trying to get someone who can, you know, square off with this like being that yeah. they just pissed off one Ooh. too many times and was chasing them. I love it. I love I love me a hunted rogue yes. <laughs> story. Okay. What are we going to name? I feel like it's going to be something cheeky, like Felix or something. Verbal de- Oh, wow. What? Tell me. Hit, me. Hit me with it. I mean, first off, I didn't realize that they had like pseudo-dwarven surnames. I forgot yeah. about that. So. Furbolg are really interesting. Finserin Ferdu. Whoa. That's cool. Finserin. I like that Fin for short. Finserin Ferdu. Or Ferdu also. That's Ferdu. just a good that's just a good name. Well and obviously like it works really well because they're a traveling furbolg and they would right. have Fur- Ferdu. Yeah. yeah, they would have Ferdu. Fin Ferdu. Yep. I like it. Done. Okay. Yay, internet. But with that, we have done it. We have lifted the mental weights. And as always, if you liked what you heard here, go to your podcatcher of choice. Be it Spotify, where you can now leave reviews or you know what? Pay those gym dues. Um, and just tell someone that you tell them in person. Tell them. I give this I, podcast five stars. Five stars. I did it. Yeah, I, I did discover you can't actually leave a review on Spotify, but you no. can leave stars. Yes. So it's even easier. So you just go and Boop. click the stars. So easy. Anyone could do it. You can do it. Okay. And of course, if you want to reach out to us and tell us all about the cool wizards that you've made for your games, you can always email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at dmnastics, me personally at cconorich, and Neil at jotemoniac. And for everything else on the network, just head on over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. And as always, a huge thank you to the Bards over on Bombarded for intro and outro music. And you can find more about them at bombardedcast.com. Rather than let these mental gains go to waste, let's head to taking your supplements. Taking your supplements! Just go get Tomo Beast 3, you fools. Like, it's just oh, so simple. It's happening right now. Yeah, what is the tagline for it? Isn't it like... Full throttle, 5th edition monster mayhem. <laughs> Whoa, it's over $400,000 on Kickstarter right now. I mean, now. by the time you hear this, it'll... It, Holy it's, cannoli. It's creeping ever closer to 500000 Wow. I mean, and that's with 24 days left at the time of this recording. And depending on how fast I can edit this, that's today too. But, today! Whoa. Uh, timely. I feel bad because I missed out on the special edition and I hope they open more, but they probably won't. I wanted yeah. to... They've also said this is the last book in the Tome of Beasts series. So this is going to be the last book we see in this series uh, from Cobalt Press, probably before like 5-5 happens yeah. and they, you know, revamp. Yeah, which makes total sense. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, this is like the last chance. And I will say I am I have written some monsters for this book. So Indeed. If you, I have. I have done this. And some of them are a very cool. I mean, well, all of them are very cool. But like in particular, I just finished designing something last night nice so cool you guys um there's also puffin folk look that's right right now there are puffin folk so they are humanoid puffins everybody you need to go right now to kickstarter and grab your copy of tome of beast 3 because uh there's gonna be some good stuff in here yeah one of the most interesting things is always that you as a backer can submit a monster the more the yeah the more that the kickstarter grows the more people that um will have their monsters um selected and i definitely have a monster idea 
that I will try. We'll see. Maybe I'll Yay. make the cut this time. If not, I'll still have fun making it. So, heck yeah, yeah. So go get you some monsters. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the other two books are invaluable. I've used yeah, them. I a use bunch. them every day. Oh yeah, like I, yeah. Because yeah. it takes <laughs> things that either. It goes so far afield that yeah. your players will never expect it, or it goes a little bit of a variance. I think one of my favorite from the original Tome of Beasts is the Putrid Zombie, which is oh, basically yeah. like a swamp swamp zombie that can like vomit things onto your players. So yeah. um, always use it because it's Disgusting just very fun. It's so awful. Yeah. Um, but your players are like, yeah, it's a zombie. Oh, it's throwing up Oh, on no. Oh, no, no. Um, none of this is good. Uh, oh, no. But yes, Puff and Poke miniatures virtual tabletop stuff it's everything you want everything you need everything you want go done but yeah there'll be a link in the the show notes or just type in tome of beast you'll get there you'll get it but with that yes we'll turn out the lights and head out of the gym but before we go i want to implore you the listener to join the forums the discord twitter and anywhere else you can find us and take part in these challenges exercises and other amazing conversations being had to do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even live? 